Well, good morning and welcome to Washington Live, powered by KCTC. That's now my percentage is going way up, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, you did forget it on the last coach's show. So I didn't know we were powered by them also then. All, all Washington content right, is powered well, by KCTC. Still one two. Okay, thank but you. But you're doing KCTC. good on the morning show. Well, thanks. Appreciate it. I'm your friendly neighborhood host, Todd Patterson. Um, joined in the studio by the ever-present Nick Steffens. Omnipotent. Omni- omnipotent. Omnipotent. Is it omnipotent or omnipotent? I think you can do it either way. Mm. It's like kilometer or kilometer. Oh, yeah. So our producer, Nick Steffens, thanks okay. for being here. Good Sorry morning, I'm late. Everyone. You're good. I understand that you have to uh, run a hospital. I have a job. And I, yeah, yes. and I get a, just press buttons a, all sometimes day. Sometimes it's a thing. And then uh, we also have uh, uh, Matt Bryant, who is our publisher. Yes. Correct? I'm excited today to be joined by a friend of mine, Eric Hahn, from, who's the, the managing partner for Bazooka Farmstar here in yeah. town. We're going to be chatting with him about himself a little bit and uh, Bazooka Farmstar and all the manure they spread and <laughs> good things like that. I wish we could do some of the jokes. Uh, so uh, Aces and Aids played at uh, mm-hmm. their, I don't know, what was their client party, right, yeah. for you guys? Yeah. And I heard more manure. They don't say manure, though. Oh, is so there a, is there a fancier time? Manure. Term? Yeah, it's a swear word. I don't know. Oh. Poop. Okay. Not poop, though, mm-hmm. right? So there was a lot of a lot of that. Mm. Uh, a lot of really good jokes, I thought. <laughs> so we'll talk with uh, we'll talk with Eric. I'm excited to to hear uh, what he's got to say and So, should we start with weather? Yeah. What are we thinking? It's better than I was up in Cedar Falls and it just snowed on Cedar Falls. Yeah. Oh, uh, yesterday, like lunches, <laughs> and I, I got out like to the city limits and it was fine. I couldn't believe Saturday we drove uh, to Des Moines and when we were leaving here, I was a little worried about being able to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was crazy, and then by the time we got there, it was sunny and beautiful. And yeah. No snow anywhere. Mm-hmm. So. Gotta love, gotta love March. Yeah. Well. Came in like a lamb, right? It's going out like a lion. Now, you did say that. I did. I've said it it's multiple It's on the record. Times. Yeah, and no one has ever heard that. Have you heard that saying? No. I can't believe it. <laughs> it must be from like the late 1800s or something. <laughs> so March either goes in like a lamb and out like a lion yeah. or the opposite. Mm-hmm. And this one came in like a lion. Anyway, I've belabored that point. <laughs> anyway, it's 36 degrees and mostly sunny. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk some local events. Well, we have one. Your paper, your paper's there. The six thirty, six thirty this Wednesday is the first time home buyers class, which is at Washington State Bank, mm-hmm. and it is free. Oh, oh, the house is free because <laughs> then I can afford it. I doubt it. Um, I'm, with the interest rates where they are, they're probably much more <laughs> expensive than normal. Yeah, that's that's my excuse. That's why I haven't bought a house yet. It's the interest rates. I'm waiting for them to come down. Are you going to buy here in town or in Mount Pleasant? That's a or good. That's all. a good question. I feel like there's a lot of people that want. If the people here want me to move up there, but I think my grandma would kill me. Oh yeah. 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 Well, I got to be down to Mount Pleasant on Thursday for a track meet. I hope it's warm. It's not going to be. Oh, so thanks. I can break it to you. They're all. We haven't had a good Thursday for a couple of months. Have you noticed that snows or is cold every single Thursday for the last few months? Yeah, and then it's supposed to be like 72 the next day. So and the thunderstorm. Fantastic. All right, let's do our police report quick. So 15 traffic incidents, 12 weather-related incidents. Yeah. Uh, seven theft, six burglary. Uh, let's see if we got anything. Only one public intox. So you were the, only, you were the only one, huh? Yeah, I got a little out of hand. We, we had a hang-up 911 call. I bet that was my granddaughter. 
<laughs> All right, so let's see. Um, reports there's a male subject at the animal shelter who's intoxicated and making inappropriate gestures to the animals, you think? I don't know. <laughs> Requested an officer subject left prior to officer's arrival. Located in Sunset Park, was not intoxicated. Which, how much of like a... An idiot yet to be for somebody to be like that guy's intoxicated, I guess if you're and then you're not. inappropriate gestures to animals. And also, like if you were drunk, thought. <laughs> is your thought like I want to go to the animal shelter? <laughs> uh, caller reports a male subject dressed in all black came into their home and pointed a gun at her friend. Holy cow! Made a vague threat and then left on foot. I hope this that that's terrifying. Yeah, the vague threat part is what. What do you think the vague threat could have been? I mean, I think pointing a gun's not really vague. That's not vague at, at all. all. It's very yeah. specific. Yeah, exactly. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. I'll. Maybe I'll use. You know, I don't know. <laughs> all right. In Iowa City, these these are always better. Wants to know why officers were looking for her at her home and place of work. Probably because you did something illegal. Probably. It's nice of her to reach out. Though. <laughs> <laughs> a white Nissan Altima had a piece of tree fall on a car while driving. No, no, the, the trees on the car. And they just decided to drive with it still attached. And they to got it. they got pulled over with the tree on their car. Then? Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> they, they had to get to work. They the had power to... line fall on my car one time at a, a baseball tournament. A huge I... clock, crack of thunder and lightning, mm -hmm. and I just got my new two twenty seventeen <laughs> Chrysler, and a telephone the power line pole fell over, and the actual power line went over the top. So every <laughs> so we had to call a client. They came out, but every single person that we were with left. That's how you know you've got good friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anything else you want to add on the police report? I don't think it was kind of a, it was kind of a boring one today. Well, you can only do so much with it sometimes. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Eric Hahn from uh, Bazooka Farmstar. I look forward to that conversation. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, and Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light-duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 
Hi, Emmy. Hi. Why can't a nose be 12 inches long? Why? Because then it would be a foot. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Washington Live. I'm your host, Todd Patterson. I'm joined in the studio by a friend of mine, Eric Hahn, who is the managing partner for Bazooka Farmstar in town. Uh, welcome, Eric. Thank you. Thanks for being here today. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, for those of you, so for the for those that don't know you, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up here? And sure, um, I grew up actually in the Mana Colonies, uh, born and raised uh, in Iowa. Went to the University of Iowa, uh, got my engineering degree um, at Iowa, and uh, there was an opportunity about twelve years ago. I actually uh, was in corporate America for my first eight or nine years and wanted to try something uh, smaller, be a part of. Uh, a smaller organization to have more ability to kind of control my own destiny. Uh -huh. And uh, Stutzman's at the time uh, had a uh, general manager that was running the place that was looking at uh, um, retiring in the in the coming years. And it just so happened that uh, I got the opportunity to interview and um, and got the job of operations manager 12 years ago. Okay. And then the general manager retired within the first 12 months that I was there. And so I got the chance to take over in my uh, late twenties, uh, was young and definitely did not know, uh, what I was in for, for sure. I was in my late teens then. Oh, were you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I took, got the opportunity to, uh, join, take over bazooka and off to the races ever since. So, so, uh, so what does Stutzman's do? Just because yeah, it's so, different than what bazooka does. Right. right. So Stutzman's, um, is a, Retailer and they have several entities um, based out of Hills, Iowa. They have um, they sell uh, feed in bulk. They have a transportation division. Um, they also sell uh, our manure equipment. So they are a dealer of ours as well. Gotcha. Although they're a, a owner, they were a hundred percent owners. Um, but I got the opportunity to buy in about six or seven years ago. So now uh, we are an LLC. Awesome. And I I own a small piece of it. Okay, so uh, probably a lot of people have driven past. Bazooka, you're right out on, well, what is it, Road? Seventh. seventh. Yeah. Well, you're on seventh, eight, but seventh it's twelve. but you can yeah, see 12th. you from the 12th yeah, also, 12th, right? Yeah, 12th and then seventh. Yeah. So, so uh, I don't know if everybody knows what you guys do. So uh, we can say shit, I'm told. So what do you guys do? <laughs> yeah. Well, we make uh, liquid waste. <laughs> He's not going to. Liquid waste handling equipment. Liquid waste handling yeah. equipment, okay. Uh, manure equipment uh, focused on the dairy and hog uh, livestock. And uh, we, can, we basically make equipment that starts at the barn that will uh, pump the manure through a hose. We don't make a hose, but think of a fire hose that's collapsible. Uh, under pressure, it expands. Uh -huh. And you can lay that hose for miles. Um, and then on the end of the hose, we connect it to a toolbar. And on that toolbar, uh, we inject the manure back in the ground to basically... And the toolbar uh, is what you guys essentially toolbar manufacture. Toolbar is what we make. Yep. We make hose reels to hold the hose. Okay. And we make engine units with an engine and a pump um, that we purchase. And we put them on a trailer, make a fuel trailer. Um, and then they tow those around to the job sites. And so uh, do you guys partner with like a, a hose company or is that something that people buy on their own then when they kind of have their specific needs figured out of what they? Yeah, so we actually are the main distributor for a company out of Germany called Golmo and Hummel. We've been their main distributor for over a decade now. Okay. Um, and so we sell strictly through a dealer network across the United States. Um, we have uh, 
a pretty solid dealer network in the Midwest. But as we go out east and out west, uh, that's a newer territory. So we keep trying to grow um, specifically out east where they're becoming more progressive. What we do isn't federally regulated. It's state regulated. And so being Iowa has the heavy hog density, uh, we have some very strict or stricter regulations on the way we apply manure. manure. And so those rules aren't um, they're not necessarily similar across state lines. Every state and maybe less lines. strict elsewhere. Less strict, right? And so our equipment, because we inject the manure back in the ground, um, the the farmer has to see the value, um, has to understand the value of why the equipment either costs that much or it's more expensive than what we call as top spray. Right. So in both the Europe and in America, uh, we have what is just you have a big toolbar that opens and you just spray it on top of the ground. Problem is you get runoff, you get contamination, right. um, and you don't get to uh, capture all the nitrogen and phosphorus values, which um, here, obviously, even in Washington, uh, hog manure has really good nitrogen and phosphorus levels that allow for good yields yeah. and, and good replenishment of the, of the ground. So how many uh, of these uh, toolbars do you make a year? Yeah, so we're how low. How long does it take? Yeah, so we're low, um, low manufacturer, high, uh, high customization. We sell probably about 50, uh-huh. one, one a week throughout the United States. And, you know, depending on the size, um, maybe 400 man hours up to about 900 man hours for one, one toolbar. Um, and I'd say, you know, uh, the hose reels, we sell these hose reels that are real small. That'll hold a mile of hose. We sell hose reels that hold up to three miles of hose. Holy and the price is just dependent on how big of an operator you are. Are you a small farmer who is just using it for your need, or are you a large custom applicator? So we actually sell to applicators. They're end users that go around and pump people's barns uh, for them because you, you, don't, you can't afford to own all this equipment for just yeah. your yeah. One, one spot. So through our dealer network, they sell to what we call an end user, an applicator that's going to apply, apply manure for a living. How many times do they apply manure a year? Um, just basically before um, spring and once the crop's out in the fall. Okay. Now, you can apply manure in the summer on hay ground, and uh-huh. on, but you obviously have to do it. So the window's really, really short. And so right now, um, here locally, because of the weather, if it's too wet, too cold, they're not applying. Um, but they want to do it right before the spring planting season. And then once the crop's out, it's a rush till when it gets cold. Yeah. And, and you can't apply when the ground's frozen. Frozen, yeah. So uh, I recall uh, you've been nice enough to give me a t- – I've been a t- on two tours, actually. Yep. Um, I, I don't think I've been out there since you finished your new space. But last time I was out there, you had a boat. Yes. Yeah. So you want to – that was fascinating. You want to sure. talk to us a little bit about your boat? Sure. So um, up until a few years ago, we were really focused on just getting the manure moved from the barns, then back into the ground. Uh There's a whole bunch of equipment that um, is used at the pits, both on dairy and hog that agitate. Um, If you think about it, I mean, this is gross business, but the solids fall to the bottom. It's liquid waste management. It's it's liquid waste management. It's not shit spreading. It's not not poo. Well, it is poo. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but... All the solids fall to the bottom of the pit. And so before you can pump it out, you have to stir that up. Uh And so um, when you get into a dairy situation, they have very large lagoons that are outside. We're talking 10, 20, 30-acre pond, you know, big, Uh big Uh ponds um, of poo, you know. Uh, (laughs) I can't – I won't be able to get clean today. (laughs) (laughs) So so these big, big ponds need stirred. And so – 
the engineers designed a boat that has as a drivable vehicle with four tires that you drive into a lagoon. There's two props on this that uh, act in tandem with each other, kind of like a drone, uh-huh. left, right, top, down, and they move manure. And so uh, these props um, basically push the push the fluid into the into the solids that then. St- Stir everything up. Stir up the poo. So you're manufacturing these also, we are, right? Yeah. yeah. A, a, basically, a, we call it the Wolverine series, but it's a it's a poo boat. <laughs> Wolverine series sounds way cooler. Wolverine series. Uh, it seems like there could have been some interesting marketing sessions around that naming. Yeah. I don't know how you settled on Wolverines. Wolverine. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember how well, we got there. I have kind of a kind of a strange question. I so when when we were out at your um, client. Party. Somebody asked me if I was an applicator, and I said, no, I'm the drummer. And uh, then they went on to tell me that um, uh, cow poop smells way worse than pig poop. Okay. Is that your, been a, your experience? I, cow And I didn't know. I'll be honest with you, Eric. I didn't know if he was messing with me, and so I'm kind of trying to figure out, you know, if I was re- being really naive as the drummer of the band. I would say it all just stinks in general. Okay, okay. <laughs> Well, that was my assumption, but I, yeah. you know, I don't know. Maybe yeah. people have some other thoughts on I that. I think I think pig smells worse. Do in, you? In my personal opinion, as someone that just drives by it. Well, he seemed pretty sure of it. Pretty so. adamant. So, um, talk to us a little bit about um, your new addition out there. Yeah. So we added close to forty thousand square feet. Um, now we've been in it more than a year, um, and really liking the the better space. We did it for two reasons. Um, one was to get higher ceilings uh-huh. uh, because our equipment continues to get bigger. And in the building that we currently have, um, I think it was built maybe the 60s or 70s. It has posts everywhere. And so it's hard to get our equipment through. Yeah. Our equipment's getting larger and larger. Um, so we did it for a more open floor plan, but also just taller ceiling height. Uh, taller ceiling height allowed us to do two things. Um, one is to put in a bigger paint system um, because our paint system wasn't able to handle all of the large products. And then it also allowed us to put in a really nice large overhead hoist system to create uh, better safety and just better handling of the equipment as we're moving it around. Nice. Um, so yeah. we're, we're real happy with uh, what we have now and it's really helping us, I think, you know, just grow into the future. So speaking of that, so how many employees do you have? Uh, right around a hundred, 110. Uh-huh. Yeah. And where do you see, you know, next three to five kind of going? I know, you know, if you're like us, hospital work is kind of kind of rough right now. You know, we're kind of treading water sure. you know, from a financial perspective. All other places around us are actually kind of not doing very well. Right. But, uh, you know, we're still planning, you know, three to five years out. You got to stay right. kind of on that track. So what, what, what are you thinking, you know, three to five years from now? Yeah, you know, I mean, we were growing so much prior to COVID and COVID just kind of kind of slowed everything down a little bit. Uh, but we are still seeing some uh, significant opportunity outside of really, I mean, we have a really good handle on the Midwest. We call uh-huh. it, you know, but as you get out East and out West, we continue to see opportunities. So yeah. we, we're looking for people to partner to resell our equipment. We need to find people that want to be in the dairy and hog market yeah. and that want to deal with um, liquid waste equipment. Yeah. Right. But we, you know, we just got to keep our eyes open and keep uh, um, knocking on doors out East, specifically New York and Pennsylvania are becoming much more progressive and we see really good opportunity um, out East. Um, And so some of our growth is not only adding new dealers, but then the other side of it is, is um, 
I'm blessed to have a really good engineering team. We have a good team all around, uh, but we have a lot of design engineers and we're looking to just continue to add on to our product types. Make products better yep. and, 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 and new things. In different, in different products. Like the agitation equipment was a revenue line, that boat that we didn't have before. Uh-huh, sure. So just trying to add different pieces to the to the pie so we can be more diverse company. A cow just, pie. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else uh, you want to add about uh, your industry or things that you're doing over at Bazooka Farmstar? Well, I think that, you know, the industry has continued to evolve and change, which is interesting. Um, you know, a decade ago, um, the equipment was a lot smaller. Um, the gallons, as we continue to uh, move every year, it's not only trying to become more efficient uh-huh. and effective, it also, though, is just, uh, it's growing. And so, you know, 12 years ago, I would have never said we could have been this big because yeah. this industry seems so small. But as we've gotten outside of Iowa and gotten outside of even the Midwest, there's still a lot of opportunity. And that's, you know, excited for it. We're, we're starting to see some push into Canada as well. We think the Canadian market, there is some market there. Isn't um, the ground always frozen there? <laughs> I don't think always. I don't think always. But they. But once again, every every state and even every country kind of applies liquid waste their own own way. Uh-huh. It's not. It's not a one fits all. That's why we have to have such kind of a um, a diverse product line. Yeah, have a very yeah. big price book. Unfortunately, or fortunate, yeah. uh, that can kind of service everyone's specific needs. So I think last time we talked, maybe during one of the tours, there was maybe only one other place in the country that kind of did some of this stuff. Is that you're kind of low competitors, right? You guys are kind of in a class by yourself. Yeah, there's a bit. there's three or four um, competitors. One that's pretty strong, actually located in Iowa, Manning, Iowa. Um, they're probably about as big as us, we believe, maybe even a little bigger. Okay, um, but that's also a family business. The other competitors, three or four of them that are smaller, um, that, uh, that that they're more regional. Okay. So and, and they stay. So then, when we have to enter into those markets, uh, we have to figure out our strategy. Yeah, sure, on, sure. On can we get into a, a market that's just kind of dominated regionally by just a few states? Yeah. Um, Interesting. So, yeah. Sounds actually like a lot of fun. Yeah. No, it definitely <laughs> can be fun and fun and stressful. Yeah, challenging, <laughs> daunting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. I think we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll, we'll finish up. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself.
Tammy takes the time and has the personal interest in each one of us. I don't worry about what's going to happen because I know my policy is taken care of. She pulls what I need and puts it together, which is the program I get from her. Every year she calls around September or so and says, there's changes again and I'm going to do the best thing for you. It's been perfect. She does a great job. Welcome back to Washington Live. I'm your host, Todd Patterson. I'm joined in the studio, as always, by Nick Steffens and just this one time, Eric Hahn, who we just had a really nice conversation with. Don't, never say never. Maybe we'll have him back on. Yeah, we could have him back on. I don't know. We'll see how many hits you get on this, and then <laughs> we can decide. Eric, thanks for being here. It was really interesting. And, and we, like we were just talking about, I didn't know uh, Eric used to swim for Iowa. He didn't mention yeah. that in his bio. <laughs> You know, we, I was in the Amana Colonies. We have a new band called the Fatback Boys, and we played at the Millstream Brewery. Okay. Yeah. And so I walked into the wrong place. I walked into Colony House. Yeah. And I walked in the front door, and I, and I walked up to the bar. and said, hey, we're the Fatback Boys. I'm going to go use your bathroom. And we weren't playing there. So I, she, I came out, and she's like, I, what did you say to me? I said, well, I said we were the Fatback Boys. And she's like, oh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> so, so then we found Millstream. It was a good gig. So. Yeah. Um, all right, so what's the national day today here? Uh, national Scribble Day. You're supposed to just scribble little, on anything? Scribble. Like a little picture. All right. Ready? That's a fairly anticlimactic day, if you ask yeah. me. There was another one. It was like <laughs> Medical Liaison, International Medical Liaison Day. I'm not sure that's helpful I, either. Okay. Uh, yeah, if it was if it was National Liquid Waste Management Day, that would have been awesome. Would, yeah. would have been. <laughs> is there one? Yes. I bet there is one, isn't there? I don't think so. We can start know. one. There you I go. mean, there's pretty obscure national days. I think if we got that one going. <laughs> right, right. So, celebrate uh, it. All right. Let's, uh, should we play the birthday game? We shall. So uh, to explain the rules, I'm going to put a celebrity whose birthday is today on the screen. You okay. can guess their age. If you're within three years, you get a point. If you're within two years... Within, wait, what did I say? If you're in three years, you get a point. If you get it right you get on, it. you get two points. Yeah, there you go. Uh, if you win, you get one of those those trophies over there. Wow. It's uh, plastic. Don't get excited. Yeah, don't get excited. Uh, <laughs> the first celebrity we have is Mariah Carey, the, the singer. I'll let you take the first crack at this. How old do I think she is? Yeah. Mm. Currently in hibernation as she awaits the winter in her <laughs> let's see uh 49 i'm gonna say 48 48 she is 54 so holy cow so close to getting a both point. out of the money close but no cigar next is nathan fillion which uh todd apparently you've met this man before yeah yeah i have in orlando <laughs> at margaritaville during the opening of the movie <laughs> called serenity which you never saw which I never saw. Hmm. I was there for a different reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go I'm gonna say he's 57. 53. He is 52. So pull oh. to, to a one nothing lead. Uh, next up we have... You didn't Google these? I, yeah, I don't even know who that was. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Google. Didn't. Next up is uh, Fergie. Fergalicious. Yeah. She's not looking great anymore, <laughs> is she? I don't know. I'm gonna. I think she's my age. I'm gonna say 48 again. 48. Mm. Once they get worked on, it's hard. It gets confusing. Yeah. 46. 
Uh, we're all tied up. She's 48, so tied to get two points. Oh. Eric's got one going into the final uh, celebrity <laughs> for all the marbles. It's kind of a smaller photo. Let me see if I can zoom in. Uh, it's Quentin Tarantino, the director. If he hadn't done what I told him not to do, he'd still be alive. Huh? No? Reservoir Dogs? Never mind. Yeah. Go ahead. You got the last. You got I dibs. get the last yeah. one. I don't know. Looks kind of old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 59. 63. We're going to end on a tie. He's, he's 60. Oh. So you guys each get a point. Uh-huh. And then three to three. There you go. I don't think I've ever tied before. I've only won twice. <laughs> well, and I do this a lot more than you do. <laughs> it's, a good, it's nice to end in a tie. There you go. All right. Well, for my guest, Eric Hahn, and for Nick Steffens, our producer, I want to wish you a fantastic day, and thank you for joining us on Washington Live. That's Todd Patterson signing out.